Hello, I uh, just thought I'd check out this news that came out this morning, which is uh, reported by Coindesk, and it says that uh, PayPal and Venmo are going to roll out crypto buying and selling, presumably Bitcoin and others. So uh, that's, uh, of course, uh, pretty exciting news. Uh, PayPal is a uh, pretty epically large Venmo as well. So you know, I think that's really interesting. So the question becomes sort of like, how do you interpret this news? So, you know, I think if we were to look at this news article, uh, you know, it basically says 325 million users. That's pretty significant. Um, I think one of the ways to interpret this is really to think about it in the context of Cash App and what Square is doing. So Square is amazingly doing a great job with Cash App, and they're you know obviously straddling this new form of financial infrastructure based on open source, uh, which is of course Bitcoin and others, right? So what's interesting about Cash App is is that it belongs to a category of applications called neobanks, right? So neobanking is really, to me, defined as straddling both open source financial infrastructure and traditional financial infrastructure. So if you look at uh, something like Robinhood, that seems to be somewhat similar. Uh, and so if you look at these kinds of applications, um, they tend to really be straddling both the traditional, the ability to link traditional bank accounts, and the, the new. Right, and these new financial infrastructures are what I think of as open source financial infrastructure. So, uh, to me, the thing that's exciting about this news, of course, is you know uh, another channel of mass distribution. I think one of the things that has been happening is that the messengers who were thought to be kind of the mass adoption vectors for uh, these cryptographic assets, they're really not uh, delivering. I think the regulatory environment's been tough. But I think the theme that I think is long lasting in this is the idea of open source software and open source financial infrastructure. And if you look at it through that lens, in the end game, just like with open source uh, anything, uh, open source databases, open source uh, UI frameworks, like whatever you want to talk about, in the end, there really are only technology companies and ultimately any kind of company that is a beneficiary of open source infrastructure. Because what open source infrastructure does is it reduces the cost of delivering services on top, right? So really, in the end, there are only beneficiaries meaning that the beneficiaries, you know, it means two things. One thing it means is it means that if you're not benefiting from free software in order to lower the cost of your infrastructure, you're actually going to be non-competitive, right? So the two things it means is that everyone will benefit, including the users, right? Because the users will benefit from cheaper infrastructure because the margins are decreased and the cost to the user gets lower, right? So that's great. Uh, companies get less a lower cost infrastructure so that it's cheaper for them which is great so you know in the end there are only beneficiaries of open source financial infrastructure and this news today from uh, about PayPal and Venmo uh, is is just an exciting step in what I consider to be an inevitable uh, process of increasing access to this novel open source financial infrastructure 
you know, that can really help lower the cost of entry and increase the rate of innovation for everyone. So, you know, this is a great uh, piece of news. And, uh, you know, as you can see, PayPal and Venmo appear to be moving towards uh, providing uh, services using things like Bitcoin. So, you know, great news, very exciting. Uh, thanks.